Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. A Dear Media original podcast. And you're heartbroken, Steven. Oh, my gosh. I mean, just sitting there watching them <laughs> like a little puppy. <laughs> oh, wait. Shouldn't I be in a jealous rage at you this You would point? think if history repeats itself. What's up, everybody? Welcome in. We've got another episode of Back to the Beach with Kristen and Steven. I'm Stephen Coletti. I'm Kristen Cavallari. There she is. And we are still, still. in Nashville. You haven't left. <laughs> I mean, I'm hanging again. out. Yeah. I'm moving in. You are. You're moving in. This is very exciting. It's been really fun having you here. I mean, we've got the chickens. We've got yeah. the dog I've been playing with. We've got a guest house. What is rent here? I mean, I can It's expensive. I get it now. I've had the goat milk. So whatever's in the water <laughs> slash goat milk, I'm That's now okay. thinking about moving to Nashville. Love it. But man, I should say also people, it doesn't stop partying here, do they? Not downtown. You go to Broadway. I mean, it is always going off. Out here where I am, it's a little bit quieter, sure. a little yeah. bit more reserved. But no, I mean, you can always find something to do. And you can always find live music, which mm -hmm. makes Nashville very special. Mm -hmm. We should make make it known. I am staying in Nashville. I'm not staying here on property. And <laughs> Steven's it, not really moving into my house. <laughs> <laughs> Clear that up. But it's just like every single night that people are out and about, like it's, it doesn't matter if it's Sunday night or Monday night, they're just getting after it. Well, and we, meaning Nashville, beat Vegas for number one bachelorette destinations. So we are officially top dog. <laughs> We've got that it. going for us. There's the the little pedal bars where you pedal. Yeah, which pedal I, tavern I thing. Is that, yeah. I wouldn't, that wouldn't be on my list of the things well, that I itinerary. Well, you're pedaling, but you're not. There's a guy at the front of it who's doing the heavy lifting. So you can just kind of like kick back and drink. It's not like an actual workout. Is that fun though? You know, I've never done it. Maybe we should try it. <laughs> well, do an episode on one of those on the little there pedal you go. bars. We'll do All an right, episode now on you're those making an interesting... and we'll go to Cabo for an episode. There you go. We're busy. Yeah, I guess the idea of just kind of sitting on a little outdoor bar that's moving throughout the town is kind of fun. But... I'm not mad at it, to be honest. With a good group. Yeah, but what are they that being very fun? What are they serving too? Like, do you get one drink and then you go on it and then you go, or is there a bartender that he's serving you the whole time? Okay, this is a good question. I feel like there's a. I'm making this up now, but I feel like there's a keg and you're just like drinking out of it. I mean, no way there's one drink and they're like, okay, that's been fun. Like these people are getting hammered. Yeah, but it, it reminds me a little bit of like a booze cruise on a boat where you get stuck out there and you're like, shit, this is like all they're serving is beer and wine, or there's one drink on the boat. Right. And you're like, fuck, this is. Can we just get back to shore? I want to like keep it going, fun, well, the drinks that I want. The good news is there are a variety of party buses downtown. So whatever floats your boat, you could do. So I'm sure on one of those, you could get tequila if you wanted tequila. Like I think there's more options than just beer and wine. It's been a little bit of a different experience for me on this run around Nashville. Because the last time I was here, it was about 2009. Oh, wow. I was only here for about 48 hours. You want to know what I was doing? I would love to know. Oh, no. With the edge of your seat. <laughs> Please, tell me. I was here shooting a music video for Taylor Swift. No, what? I didn't know you were in a Taylor Swift music video. How Pull random, right? Pull it up. What song? You, you watch it on your own time. It's White Horse. <laughs> wow. Mm -hmm. Look at that little mu music video horror. And in, in this... <laughs> <laughs> Funny you should say that. The, the story in this little episode is she thinks she's got this great guy. 
And then she finds out that he's got another girl on the side. Oh my God. Just really going after your Laguna so Beach a image. love triangle <laughs> happening. And yeah, I mean, I think she watched Laguna Beach. You were typecast back in the day. <laughs> you know, I, I guess there's some good things from MTV just leaning into this love triangle for me. I don't know. It was a cool experience. This was just, I mean, her rocket ship was definitely, you know, taking off, but it was still kind of early on. I think it was right before she did an SNL performance, but Wow. Uh, you could just see at that point, she was about 20, somewhere around 20 years old okay. and very talented and just had an incredible story. I was like, oh yeah, this girl's, you know, on a rocket that's ship. That's a cool, I, that's very cool. I did not know that you did that. Did you ever, didn't you do? I did a few. That's why I'm oh. really making a joke about being a music video whore because really I'm the music video whore. I did three. I remember you did Teddy Geiger. <laughs> I did Teddy Geiger. Was that number one? That was the first one. I did Gavin DeGraw, who's actually oh. also a Nashville guy. He did the One Tree Hill song. Oh, look at that. Little connection. He's a great guy. And awesome, then dude. I did another one, Jaron and the Long Road something. I don't even remember. But I did three. Anyways, we are back here in Nashville. Let's focus in on what we're actually here to cover, which is another episode for you. It is episode 13 of season two. Now, a little controversy in the title here. It says when you're watching the episode, boyfriends are like purses, but everywhere else it's titled boys are like purses. So Kristen, tell me this for once and for all. What is the title of the episode? <laughs> I was always under the impression boys are like purses. I'd okay. say boys. Okay. Boys. I feel like that's what they settled on and then they just forgot to fix it yeah. in the edit. Yeah. They're Boys, because that's the whole point of that conversation is you don't have multiple boyfriends. I mean, I guess you could have multiple boyfriends, but really it's like just boys in general are like purses, mm. which great quotes all around in that scene. So we'll get to that. All right. <laughs> this episode aired October 17th, 2005, and it was described to you guys as Elsie decides it's time to do what she does best and throw a poolside barbecue. That's what she does best? I was just going to say, when did she ever throw a poolside barbecue? I don't know. That's Love actually it. more after the fact because she actually has thrown some killer 4th of July parties as we've gotten older. So again, whoever's Life writing imitating these. imitating art. There you go. <laughs> it says, Kristen reluctantly shows up briefly. Don't no, remember I seeing you didn't. there. didn't. <laughs> yeah, I we've, wasn't there. We've got the wrong name in there. Who wrote this? I don't know. <laughs> someone, we're getting towards the end of the season and someone is uh, ready you to get out of there. You want to know what's funny? I actually feel like maybe I... No, they would have left me in if I would have gone. Oh, 100%. Yeah, you're right. Okay. I think I went there another time. I know that I went there another time. You did? I did, which maybe is later in the season. I don't know. But I do remember going one time. Maybe this for description is from like, should have been in a later episode. Ah, but you, it was for MTV, obviously, while you were going over there. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I didn't like just go and hang out with Warren. <laughs> you didn't go over there asking for sugar once your dad moved down the street I to her not, parents? Shockingly, yeah, no. Because <laughs> they lived within, I mean, we mentioned it. We're, I'm like right around the corner from her house. My dad's, my dad built a house literally a stone's throw away from where her new house is. Yeah, where we are sitting, parked, having the talk at the end of the first season is basically right at the driveway of your dad's new house. And then it's funny, when we're driving yes. away, we're driving back down the hill. Yes. Boom, there's Lauren's house in the yes. background. Mm-hmm. Interesting touch there from MTV. Again, we've this lot of controversy going on in the title here. And then it says, Stephen idly watches as Jason steals Elsie's heart. You poor thing. Big episode, guys. Wow. We've got some discussing to do. Yeah. Here's a little little bit of a curveball in the Gunas world. Hmm? Uh, yeah, I would say. And I feel like that was your genuine reaction to this was just like, wait, what? This is so random. Instead of being like, wait, my heart, I'm broken. Well, they have. So we just talk about the little chit chats that I have with Dieter throughout this episode where MTV is just, you know, ferociously trying to get me to talk about, you know, Lauren and I have something, having something this summer, right? And They're really I mean, pushing it. Yeah, and they kick it right off with Dieter and I going down to the beach, which... Before I get into that, I should say is another one of those cringy. They wanted so badly for me to surf or like skim on days when it was so shit. So all I I cringe about watching this scene is the fact that there's no waves and I'm still skimming because (laughs) normally in this situation, we would go down and check the waves. If there was no waves, you would not be skimming. You would just walk away and go do something else. But for MTV, I had to go out there, throw my board on the ground and actually skim into no surf. So I do like a little front flip into the water. It is really lame. And that is actually the cringy part for me. Not the part that we'll get into now, which is MTV trying to really tee up the fact that I'm coming back from college and thinking that Lauren and I are going to have something, which you know, now it makes sense of why in the last episode, I was in it with Lauren having a little walk and talk, mm-hmm. like, what are we going to do this summer? We should make some plans. And I'm like, why the fuck is this in here? Yeah. This is so random. And we're past this. Now I know why. Reverse engineering, because of course, we're getting into Jason and Lauren's relationship 
that's going to start in this episode. And it's, I mean, that's, that's some gold for them. I mean, that's a big, you know, the, the world's combining of, you know, the different classes mm-hmm. and all these different storylines of everything that they've showed so far with Jason, his relationships and Lauren and what's going on in her life to then having that just slam together is, you know, juicy stuff for the producers. It is. And they needed you to be heartbroken because it just makes it even better of a story. Yeah, but you could see, I mean, to me, it's very obvious. I mean, even in this one, they have, in this scene with Dieter and I, we're sitting on the rock after I'm skimming around and they have Dieter ask about like, what, you know, what were your thoughts of Lauren and Kristen coming up to to visit you? And I was like, it was chill. I'm like, Lauren yeah. and I are chill and Chris and I are like kind of finding our new groove as, as friends. And then they had Dieter say something. I laughed so hard when I heard that, which is like a weird moment that they, I think, cut in there, try to use with him asking of you guys coming up. Almost like you guys came up on the same weekend or whatever. Dieter's I just, know. <laughs> they throw that in there. But then there's this line where Dieter says, are you going to chill with her this summer? And I know he's asking about you. I figured that too. So you got it yeah, too. Yeah. And then they used it as thinking that, you know, he was asking about Lauren. It was already assumed that Lauren and I were hanging out because we were friends. Yeah. One of Dieter and I's best friends is Lauren. We hung out at our house all summer long, you know, and so- Did for, we hang out that summer? Now you know you and I. I'm saying Dieter and, and Lauren and no, I- No, 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 I know. But but if he was asking about me- and, Oh, well, I think it's just a, I mean, at this point, it was a natural question of like, oh, so you guys saw each other. You guys seem to be off and on for the last three <laughs> years, literally. you know? So it was like, couldn't rule it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. I think Dieter, ever the gossip, wanting to get a little information, wanting to see what was going on with me and you, was checking in saying, are you going to chill with her this summer? And yeah, yeah. I say, oh yeah, totally. Or, you know, I actually don't, I'm not sure if it's used on that because I wouldn't have said that about you at that point. Right. I'm sure they cut it with something else. Yeah, that's right. They do. Yeah, they move. Oh, yeah, totally. From another point of the conversation just to right after that to then make it seem like I'm all geared up to have something happen with Lauren. So from there, another classic MTV scene so far from IRL. You have Talon and Lauren shopping. (laughs) So dumb. I was like, what? This they're really reaching at this point. (laughs) Yeah, Talon is fully checked out. We've got uh, LA Talon at this point just not wanting to be there he's so over everything prom did not go so well with you <laughs> he does not want to shoot this but you know lauren's shopping and then talon comes in and <laughs> lauren's like how you doing he's like oh just you know shopping <laughs> and they're just both taking the piss out of the situation throughout the entire scene yeah talon just says he's so sick of everything but again you have mtv ask talon to ask lauren about me and mm-hmm. lauren immediately shoots it down and you can just see like nope I mean, <laughs> nothing I going on there. But again, we're continuing this storyline. Also, her asking Talon to her little barbecue was all wild lines. It doesn't match her tone at all. So clearly not the same day. Yeah, that's a weird scene. Anyways, moving on from that one. Let's get you a new car. Let's please. God, finally. <laughs> it is time. So first off, when it died in that scene, is that real? In this scene, when in my this- car wouldn't start? Yes. No, that is the fakest scene I have ever filmed in my entire <laughs> Wait, life. The, the fakest. I was. Well, like, there's a lot of fake ones, but this one, no, that was a pickup scene because they needed something with my car to get me from that to then getting a new car. So no, the us girls got in my car and it. I wasn't even like actually turning it on. I was just oh, pretending like it wouldn't me. start. Really? Oh, you were pissed. Our acting was so good. It's <laughs> so good in the scene. Thank I was you, like, oh fuck. I was like, is this? I'm like, this no. seems way too perfect that again it happens. And of course, I know where they're going in this episode mm-hmm. of getting a new car. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, they had to have shot this later, or did they actually have it? But your reaction was pretty good. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah, that was all bullshit. <laughs> well done. And then, in my Astro Burger t-shirt. I was like, what am I wearing? Is that what you're wearing? An Astro Burger t-shirt. I missed that. Yeah. Okay, you guys, let's chat about our good friends, Factor. This spring, you need nutritious, convenient meals to energize you for warmer, active days and keep you on track reaching your goals. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, can help you fuel up fast with ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, eat well, and tackle everything on your to-do list. Are you too busy to cook this spring? With Factor, skip the trip to the grocery store and skip the chopping, prepping, and cleaning up too. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are ready in just two minutes. So all you have to do is heat and enjoy, then get back outside and soak up that warmer weather. Yes, do that. And perhaps you're looking for calorie conscious options this spring. Try delicious, dietitian approved, calorie smart meals 
with around or less than 550 calories per serving. They offer delicious flavor-packed options on the menu each week to fit a variety of lifestyles from keto to calorie smart, vegan and veggie, and protein plus. Prepared by chefs and approved by dietitians, each meal has all of the ingredients you need to feel satisfied all day long while meeting your goals. Meet those goals, people. And with 34-plus chef-prepared, dietitian-approved weekly options, there's always something new to try. Plus, you can round out your meal and replenish your snack supply with an assortment of 45-plus add-ons, including breakfast items like egg bites, smoothies, I do like the smoothies, and more. Want to cut back on takeout? Get Factor instead. Not only is Factor cheaper than takeout, but meals are ready faster than restaurant delivery in just two minutes. Guys, I know I just mentioned it before, the smoothies, but I want to highlight them for you. Uh, There is a variety pack on the smoothie front. You get a strawberry banana smoothie. You get a mango smoothie. You get a tropical fruit smoothie. These are really great. I've had them all. They're not too big, so they're not too filling. You don't feel too weird after them. There's just nice ingredients in there. I highly suggest you guys, if you're thinking about Factor, do check out those smoothies and get some delivered right away. All right, you guys, head to factormeals.com slash beach50 and use code beach50 to get 50% off your first box. That's code beach50 at factormeals.com slash beach50 to get 50% off your first box. Okay, I know I'm biased, but I'm very excited to talk to you guys about Uncommon James. Uncommon James is my lifestyle brand, but today I want to chat about our latest jewelry collection that we just had drop. Hopefully by now you've seen the Laguna Beach throwback video that we did, but if not, you're going to want to check out our new collection. It of course features our staple chains and pendant necklaces, but it's also bringing back some of the iconic 90s and early 2000s style. And yes, I even have a black choker in there. We all know trends come back around. So if you got rid of your black cord choker, beads, and hot pink jewelry, you definitely need to check out this new collection for a refined take on those nostalgic trends. Everything is affordable with everything being under $100 and we have something for everybody. What I love so much about these pieces is that they're simple enough that you can wear them and mix and match them with everything you already have in your own closet or within each of our collections. And I really want to give a shout out to this podcast, Back to the Beach, because it's really what inspired this collection. Going back and watching all of the Laguna Beach episodes, I just thought, you know what? We've got to do it. We've got to go back. And, uh, you know, everything old is new again. All of those 90s and 2000s style is, of course, back in. So the timing couldn't have been more perfect. So definitely check out the collection, you guys. You're going to want to visit uncommonjames.com and use code BEACH at checkout for 25% off. That's U-N-C-O-M-M-O-N-J-A-M-E-S.com and use code BEACH for 25% off your order. No exclusions cannot be combined with other offers. Limit one per customer. Uh, I thought the scene was really funny with you and your pops when you guys are driving and you're shooting the shit about the old Zuzu Trooper, which you call a trooper. <laughs> Came up with that myself. <laughs> very proud of yourself for that one. I was very proud. By the way, a little research here, just so you know, they discontinued that car back in 2002. The Zuzu Trooper? Yep. Wow. 2002. The end of an era. You were driving it in <laughs> 2004, See? 2005. Well, it was 11 years old by the time I had gotten it. My brother, no, my dad had it, my brother had it, and then I had it. So, yeah, no, I mean, that thing was not. It was not reliable. <laughs> All right. Now, who bought you the car? You, MTV, or your dad? Okay. I would like to clear this up because I thank my dad in this scene when I get my car and I'm like, hang on a second. I thought I paid for it. Okay. So I think what happened was I leased the car. I didn't actually buy it, but I think my MTV money paid for it. Well, I know that it did. I think I'm just thanking my dad for like taking me to get the car because I don't think he paid for any of it. Your MTV money could actually afford you a car well, in season to two? Well, lease it, not buy <laughs> yeah, okay. it. A little different. <laughs> like half a down payment there. I was making way more than you. No, I'm just joking. I wasn't. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how much it is. How much is a to lease a car? How much do you have to put down? I don't even know. No, I don't know. It was many years ago. But yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So, I was… Because I was like… Mm, I, I wasn't making that much money. MTV, know, it's but... like we moved in season two. In well, season one, it was like get a new cell phone. And then early in season two, it was like maybe get a sidekick. Now it's for free. They got their deals with MTV these didn't buy me a car. Let's put it that way. I well, mean, I… Kick down on the day, down payment maybe. Who knows? No. No, 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 no. Because that would happen now. Would you ever… Well, now it would. But back then, no. I mean, they wouldn't… I remember Cabo. I was like, if you guys want to film me, you have to pay for it. And they were like, 
what the fuck? Like I finally wised up. That was the only thing they ever paid for, like out of a dinner or a lunch or whatever. I mean, fair deal for MTV. Although I don't think this one was worth it. Maybe the year with you. This one, I didn't do anything this year. <laughs> Did I? I don't what? remember now. Did I do something in Was another year worth it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying for remember. MTV. I'm saying worth it for MTV. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. They didn't get anything out of me on this Cabo trip. I had no drama in my senior year. Yeah, but it's like the prom episode. They still were able to dig something out of it. And yeah. then it's just like the big event is something True. that they get to then have somewhat real conversations that they can yeah. you know, put before and after and, it and make it seem true. real. That mm-hmm. is true. So, all right, you've got your car. Really great reactions with you and Alex and Jessica driving down the road. And you also have that scene where later on at night when you first present it to them and you're you're sitting in the driveway and then you, you're, you're like, I don't know all the bells and whistles of this thing. And then you went knocking on the windshield wipers. And I didn't know how to turn and the them washer off. Fluid. Yeah. yeah, I was like, I don't know how to turn them off. <laughs> yeah, this, talking about the sunroof and how big it was. I was very excited about that car. I mean, that was, I mean, obviously having that Azuzu Trooper for, you know, the three years that I did, this was a very big moment for me. I'm surprised you never tipped over in that thing because I remember those things being very, you know, top seed, like top heavy. Oh, I don't remember that. Topsy turvy. Honestly, I'm surprised I didn't flip over the Zuzu Trooper. That thing was way more dangerous. That's what I'm saying. That oh, was, oh, yeah, yeah. About the X5. Yeah, no, the Zuzu Trooper was, it was a dangerous car. It actually made it to the end in somewhat of one piece. Yeah. Not totaled ever. Shockingly. And the engine kind of still I actually intact. got into an accident in high school because I was texting Talon. I remember this and I rear-ended somebody and I like really messed up the front of it though. Is this when you're on your way to cheat on me? Probably. Unbelievable. <laughs> I didn't cheat on you. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> you're like, was that when you when I cheated on you with Talon? I'm like, you cheated on me with I'm like, Talon? no, I'm just kidding. No, I no. <laughs> Hold on a second. Back it up. I never. Like, I mean, what? That Call was... Sam. Can we get Sam on the phone? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's get to the barbecue. We have some interesting stuff happening here. I think once we get in there, we've got, you know, Dieter and I helping her set up. And then we don't really set up. Dieter really wants to go in the pool. I think he's drunk at this point. By the way, Dieter's wearing his, hey, princess, bring me a blurred out. And I'm like, what the fuck did they have to blur out? Yeah, I don't know. So I text him oh. and I was like, I think it was a, a beer. Oh. Hold on. Actually, I he's in Austria right now with oh. Trey. Oh. Or he's out in Austria where his family's, his wife's family is from. Wow. And Trey went to go visit him there. Oh so gosh, I love that. They're together. Very cute. And let me see. Um, they're on. in Austria. We're in Franklin, Tennessee. Did we ever think this is where we would all be? <laughs> Corresponding from across time zones, talking about our lives from 2005. You were cute when the whole brownie moment, you were like, oh, what's uh, uh, Like all those little things that you used to do. <laughs> Lauren's fucking with you. You're like, stop. <laughs> okay. All right. So here's Dieter says, the blurred word is beer. Uh, and then he's got emoji hand to the face didn't age well. I was like, it's not that bad. No. Again, the shirt says, hey, princess, bring me a beer. <laughs> That's funny. I mean, Dieter's a sweet guy. That's it's funny. like, yeah, it should yeah. be funny. I don't, yeah. He's uh, a little embarrassed about that. But why are they blurring? Of all the things. Of all the things, that's what they're going to… Well, because he's underage. That's why. Sure, but it's a shirt. Well, and we're yeah. wasted. I mean, yeah. I, if like we're blurring the word beer… An adult. He's 19 years old at this point. If yeah, but not of, of age, of drinking age. So you, I can so under you, I can understand that because you don't want to promote underage drinking. It just seems so PG when the show is clearly NC seventeen. Well, clearly, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's fair. That's beer. Fair. I know. Whatever they show us pouring margarita mix. But again, I mean, yeah. But again, they show also just show you completely blacked out at seventeen years old. Yeah, so. and talking about being belligerent. Every- yeah, everything that happens in Cabo. So I don't know yeah. that that well was- Cabo the drinking age is eighteen. That's different. True. True. Mm, okay. All right. Well, anyways, <laughs> let's get into the juice of what happens here, which is this is the first time audience is introduced to what happens between Jason and Lauren. Yeah. Their relationship, which they play it as on the show of like how random and, and out of left field. Which, this is, which it, it was. It is. It is. It is, it is was, true. is all the things. <laughs> like, oh, still oh, yeah. is. It yeah. still is. <laughs> so we'll have to talk to a producer about this. I just, I wonder the look on their face when they found this out of like, oh my gosh, seeing the worlds collide. Yeah. They must have, they, they must have just been licking their chops because, totally. you know, Jason's a favorite character on the show. Lauren's a favorite character. Well, Jason could be I don't know. If, I don't know if favorite would be the word. He's a character on the show. <laughs> He's a character on the show. 
loved, but also maybe hated. I don't know. Loved to hate, if you will. Loved to hate is, is mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say. Yeah, there you go. And, and with the girl next door, this is a big deal. Mm-hmm. This is a big deal. So mm-hmm. I'm sure, you know, with the bad boy, if you will, mm-hmm. there you go. going and picking up Lauren, there there must have been a lot of you were probably screaming at your TVs at this and point. And you're heartbroken, Steven. Oh my gosh. I mean, just sitting there watching them <laughs> like a little puppy. <laughs> Oh, wait. Shouldn't I be in a jealous rage at You this would point? think if history repeats itself. Yeah, I mean— if, <laughs> You've if matured, though. You've been to college now. You've grown up. Now you're just a sad little puppy. But, yeah, if this is the character that MCV has has built for me, and, and that is, you know, I'm supposed to— if I don't get what I want with a certain girl, then I'm supposed to be in jealous rage. But true. instead, I was not, and I didn't care. And I was just hanging out at this party. And so you could see they've got their best five looks of me <laughs> being a space cadet or just like having a moment to myself. You're like li- maybe you're like <laughs> listening to someone tell a story. Like who Fully. knows, you know? <laughs> From all different parts of Lauren's house, yeah. they cut together in all these little flirty moments. And you get the daylight of like, whether it's like, you know, twilight out or it's nighttime and it's day, it's, it's all cut around. But I don't really remember this barbecue at all. Oh, actually. really? Yeah. You probably had left. You like weren't even around for any of this, but they made it seem like you were. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. I feel like I was there. I was on barbecue duty. And then who knows? Probably just went, was skipped off to another party. Probably went to go see the girl I was seeing at the time. Which was who? I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember when this was shot. Was- I'm sorry. You can't just say that and then not say who it was. <laughs> you know, okay. I will say this. This is the summer of... Because by the way, and we'll talk about this with Jason when we have him on, I am getting ready to move in with Jason. Dieter and I are getting an apartment with Jason, or Dieter, sorry, Dieter and Jason got an apartment in LA, and then I came in and couch surfed for a little while. Right. Um, Well, actually, I couch surfed, but then I got a little twin bed and I shoved it in Dieter's room, (laughs) which is so scraping, but hey, we did it. We'll definitely talk about those times when we get Jason on here. But yeah, at this time, I mean, Lauren's house was where we all hung out during that summer. It was obviously a beautiful home, and we had a lot of fun there. And Lauren and I were completely doing our own thing. So yeah. this is totally manufactured, of course, for their whole storyline. And then even the you know the scenes afterwards, Lauren is is sitting there with Jen and Heidi. By the way, Heidi Heidi's making her first Mond. appearance. <laughs> They're before Lauren and Jason go on their date. They they tee up like, oh, so nothing's going to happen, or what do you think Stephen is? How Stephen's going to feel about this? And there's there's nothing there. You can see on Lauren's face like. Nope, we're done. Yeah. And she's like, and they're like, are you over, Steve? And she's like, yeah, 102%. Like, you want to know, as a viewer, though, I think because she is so like, no, there's nothing there. I'm over it. It almost comes across like, maybe there is something, though. And she's just trying to be like, nope, nope, nothing's going on. Like, mm. I can see where, from MTV's perspective, it did actually kind of work to their advantage. Because like, if okay, if one of my girlfriends was like, do you still like Steven? Like today, for example, I'd be like, oh my God, that is so stupid. I'd be like, we are such good friends now. Like this is the dumbest conversation ever. But because we had to talk about it so much, it's like we would just get to a point where we're like, no. Yeah, yeah. Where you sometimes like throw it away because you're so sick of talking about it where I feel like that worked to MTV's advantage. That's a good point. I think it does make sense. This whole barbecue to me though is so freaking random. The only thing that doesn't happen to make it the most random thing ever is actually you showing up. (laughs) <laughs> fair because yeah. it's like Casey was there and I, I who I, Lauren says she really likes I'm like I'm so confused what is going on there I'm yeah. so confused by this they have the scene of, of Lauren talking to Casey setting up Lauren just being back in town mm-hmm. right and then or the fact that she's going to go up and, and go to San Francisco and see me for a weekend it's it's very random just super super random and yeah I don't remember anything about this barbecue yeah. probably because it was an MTV deal and then we went off and did our thing, you know? And then, you know, last week's episode at prom, Alex and Jason are making out. They clearly show Alex leaving this barbecue very early on. And then now he swoops in on Lauren. Ah, got it. Hmm. So, oh, so that's who's there for a second. And the, when what's described as reluctantly shows up, I don't know. It's it's all kind of confusing at this point. I mean, yeah, I agree. But I think the whole episode is saved by, well, I mean, now hindsight, there's some very interesting points, which is, you got Heidi showing up for the first time, introducing that friendship between Lauren and Heidi, which of course would lead to the spinoff and the Hills. Yes. Which I think, so Lauren and Heidi met in, in San, San Francisco, Francisco at FITM or yeah. at the fashion school. And then they decided they were going to get a place together in LA. Mm-hmm. And I think Heidi was going to FITM and then she dropped out pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah. And was just doing the Hills with Lauren. Yeah. I think once they found out that the Hills was a possibility, Heidi was all in. And they both, both girls, then, yeah, L.A. was yeah, happening. That makes sense. I do remember Lauren back then being, or, you know, she actually didn't directly 
tell this to me, but I remember hearing through people, you know, some of her good friends that like it was getting uncomfortable for her because she didn't know who she could trust in LA because she would start hanging out with people that ultimately, of course, just wanted to be on yeah. the TV show. Yeah. So yeah. she, you know, I think How'd she that got- work out? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyways, that is a nice little Easter egg for fans, of course, of, of The Hills. And Jen's Heidi. fun to watch too because you never know what's going to come out of her mouth. Definitely. It's like, oh, wow. Yeah, they've- <laughs> <laughs> She really said that. <laughs> that is an interesting comment. <laughs> so then they talk about Lauren and I's potential or whatever, what's going on there. That's quickly put to bed. And then- Jason calls. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Jason calls and they have a little sweet little conversation. Yeah. He asks her out because we see at the barbecue, we should talk about this. We see at the end of the barbecue, they're totally flirting. You can see there's just Over great- a cigarette. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> of all the things, she's trying to get his cigarette out of his hand. <laughs> so you could tell Lauren's obviously vibing with him. And, you know, from there, it's like, all right, let's go on to, which was going to be in real life what happened, which was Lauren and Jason did date for. I don't even know how long. I don't but, know either, actually. I'm curious. And this, I think, was the storyline on the hills as it well, was, right? Yeah. yeah. So as we get into that, they have Jason call Lauren. We take up the state. And I'm curious. We'll ask Jason about this. But this has to be, I wonder how far into the relationship of Lauren and Jason then did this little interaction, this phone call, and then this date that we're going to get to. When did this all actually happen? Because- the date seems pretty fresh to me because, I mean, it does seem kind of innocent and everyone's like a little giggly and, you know, like it seems early on. I just wonder if that's just them kind of being yeah. awkward of like, oh, we need to present this like a first date. And even yeah. though they'd already kind of been hooking up for a little while, because there are the parts of Lauren's parents with Kathy and Jim, they seem to be taking the piss out of the situation, which is the fact that they're having to shoot like their first date for MTV. Yeah, that's true. Because Kathy's like, oh, is he going to come down? Like… You know, I'd like to meet him and and then because you think the date had already happened. I think that shit, I fell for it. I was oh, like, you fell for oh, this, this one. This is right before the date. <laughs> well, I think well, once you get to the date, it's you can see their dynamic, like there's chemistry there. Mm-hmm. It's really cute, it's really sweet. And so you're you're buying into it, which again, as you should, it's it's a real storyline. But I think the tee up and the date. When in the timeline of their relationship it happened, yeah. we will get to the bottom of, we'll have to talk to Jason but, about that. But you're that. right. Nothing was filmed in real time. Mm-hmm. So I should just remember that as a viewer. We should just be happy that it actually happened. Look at that. That this is a real relationship that go. is forming in, in this, this show. This is real. It's not Kristen and Talon. It's not Lauren and I. <laughs> yeah. It's Jason and Lauren. This is a real they young fell love. love. <laughs> they fell in adolescent love in 19 yes. years old. Yes. <laughs> so when, when Jason rolls up, by the way, he's in this hot rod. Yeah. <laughs> I was so confused. I don't remember what a this. Badass. I know. I was like, I was what like, is happening? This dude, like, of course, like, this is this it was is cool. Pretty rad. I, I don't yeah. remember this at all. So, this was news to me. And I, saw, I, I honestly was cracking up when I watched this because it cuts to him motoring up in this little hot rod, this vintage hot rod, if mm-hmm. you will. And I mean, there's no seatbelts in the thing. It's very small. Lauren's all scared to get in the thing. And then they start motoring down the road, and you've got this huge traffic jam. Yeah. I think, I don't know, we'll have to ask him what the thing topped out on. I don't think it was necessarily the fact that it only topped off at like 45 miles per hour, but the fact that you had to shoot behind the MTV yes. minivan, which you had to oh. you know, go at a certain pace. And then everyone in Laguna was like, fuck, get these people out of here. Well, like causing also, a traffic jam. You would have a van in front of you. And then you'd also have a van to the side of you because they would be filming both angles. So mm-hmm. side shot of the car and in front. So you really were creating a massive traffic jam because you would be going <laughs> so slow because there'd be the minivan door open with a camera hanging out. So you could only go what, like 35 miles. So, yeah. I mean, it was a nightmare. People would be honking. People would be yelling. That was like one of my least favorite things to do. I'm with you. Those were always pretty cringy and painful. Yeah. But it, this is a really sweet moment. And I, I love the image of them just motoring down the road. And <laughs> I think they're, they start talking about the weather a little bit. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's a really nice day out. And, and Jason says, he's like, yeah, I'm like, I'm actually really hot. And Lauren cracks herself up. She says, well, we are in a hot rod. Yeah, that's cute. <laughs> which was really funny. <laughs> and then, you know, we get to their little dinner date. And I mean, you just kind of see the chemistry. There's, mm-hmm. you know, having really you know sweet little moments. Jason's telling her that she looks really cute tonight. Yeah. And I think it's a nice scene for the show and for the audience to, I think, to find themselves maybe reluctantly rooting for something. 100%. <laughs> like, you can't deny the chemistry there. Very yeah. sweet. And you get to see the sweet side of Jason, mm-hmm. you know, as he's courting For a the girl. first time. Yeah. You know, we've seen him now with three girls. And this is the first girl he's been with that you're like, oh, Wait a minute. He can actually be really sweet. They're totally painting him with, you know, well, because they knew where they were going. They knew that it was going to be this love triangle deal. So from the get 
in Jason's, you know, character in the show is the bad boy that's going to be playing all these girls. But now this is like more of, as we know, Jason, which is like, he's courting the girl. He takes her out to a nice dinner. He's fun. He's sweet. He's complimenting her and they, they have a good time together. Yeah. And yeah. I think it's good for the show. I'm rooting for it. I, I thought it was uh, really cool to see these scenes play out. Meanwhile, I'm over there at Wahoo's Fish Tacos with yeah. Dieter. Dieter's breaking the news to me <laughs> that right now, in this moment, right now. <laughs> as we eat our tacos, Jason and Lauren are on a date. Oh my God, how do you feel, Steven? Like, what? <laughs> <clears throat> Choking. I mean, did you, you did seem genuinely surprised, which I think everybody Thank was. Thank you for the acting skills. Well, sure. This, acting yeah. skills? Okay. Well, because they it. needed that on camera. You there was a know. moment w- without MTV cameras around where we found out that Lauren and Jason were hooking up and like now in a relationship. Where it was like, whoa. Phenomenal acting. Did not see that coming. <laughs> and then they had Okay, so this camera. was a pickup scene. This was a pickup scene, 100%. Son of a gun. <laughs> yeah, dude's feeding the lines and I'm like, what? Oh, weird. Like, Eating good luck. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Good luck. I think Dieter's trying to ask me. I don't. Mean, I don't even really have any notes about this scene because it's such a painful. Like MTV needs this moment to tie all the storylines together, but there's nothing there. So yeah. they, they really couldn't get anything, but they still put it in there. Eh, it's forgettable. We would call that. It's a very forgettable <laughs> scene. Let's get back to the cuteness of Jason. Let's and get back to the cute date. And they get back in the pool, and they're back in the jacuzzi, and it's just it's on between them. It's. I thought the jacuzzi and pool scene was interesting though, because to me it seemed like Lauren was like really trying to like. She wasn't going to make the move, but she was like putting herself in this situation for Jason to make the first move. Yeah. And it seemed like Jason was really nervous. Like in the jacuzzi, she like stands up. She's like messing with his hair. And he's like, you want to get in the pool? He's like, wait, what? <laughs> I don't, what just happened? And that was like a perfect opportunity to make out. And then they're in the pool and it's like these little baby like pecs, but no like full on make out. I remember being in that position too, where with the cameras around and having an intimate moment with MTV, yeah. we kind of had like at the very end, those final scenes in the first season, I think it was a little easier just because, you know, our relationship had been a couple of years at this point, right. right? We knew each other for a while, so it was comfortable to be on camera together. And this is still pretty early on, I think, for That's Jason and true. Lauren when they're doing this. We'll talk to Jason about it, but, you know, I think it's just, it's just different. And it's not like, you know, this is a scene where, you know, in the other scenes where MTV, you know, if if, if Jason's drunk in the scene and, and, you know, they've got him, like, making out with a girl, like, that's how they get that, you know? Otherwise, it's right. like, we don't, like, guys, we don't really want to, be on camera doing that stuff, you know? Yeah, that's it, it's, true. It ha- we had to have been, for me too, it was like for me being wasted in Cabo or wherever I was drunk, like that's how I was able to do something maybe intimate on camera or kiss somebody. Otherwise, you're like, fuck, this is just weird with all these people. I guess you're right. It's, you're watching. not going to sit there and make out. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. I mean, it's it's like even in shooting and, and scripted television, and people always wonder like, oh, how is it like, you know, doing like a sex scene? I'm like, it fucking sucks. Yeah, like it's awful. the worst thing ever. You've got a bunch of people standing around staring at you. Yeah. And it's not sexy at all. So yeah, that's true. now you take 19-year-old kids who are amateur actors, if you will, at this point. We are <laughs> full-on amateur actors. And, you know, there's obviously a little flirtiness. Lauren was comfortable with the cameras. And I think she really does want Jason to, like, make a move. And, like, yeah, make out with I mean, her you cameras. can tell. Yeah, but he just, you know, he's just kind of like, I'll give you a couple of pecs. Although those scenes, they would back the cameras up quite a bit. So those are the scenes where you could kind of forget there were cameras there. Mm-hmm. But still, I think… A first date is nerve-wracking anyways. And then, yes, when you put a bunch of people sitting there watching you, it's definitely uncomfortable. Mm. Well, I'm about it. Me too. I'm rooting for them. Okay. Well, we'll see what happens. I hope they last. (laughs) I don't know where it goes in this. Honestly, I think… I don't know how many more episodes I've actually seen. So we'll… I don't remember anything. Because I don't remember any of this. Yeah, I don't either. I don't either. now, I don't know. So we'll see. It's it's all going to be news to me and… I don't know. I think feel like some of them will be the first this time watching. This whole season has been a shock to me. Honestly, the only stuff that stood out to me was season one. Hmm. Why? I don't know. It was made more of an impact on me, I guess. I don't know. And oh. then me kissing Jeff. That was like the only thing from <laughs> season two. I was like, oh no. Yeah. Oh no, oh no. <laughs> I guess because at this point, you were kind of checked out of Laguna yeah. and you were up in LA doing your thing. You're just kind of coming back to film yeah. when you needed to. It was a job at this point. <laughs> and just playing Talon really hard. That's what I do. That poor bastard. He's broken at this point. He's broken. Gosh. He's poor, just so over everything. Poor baby. That scene where they're shopping, by the way. <laughs> he's like, yeah. Oh, there's a funny little moment where he's asking about me and then he's like, didn't you guys have a problem? Or you guys didn't have a problem with each other, Oh, like right? it's always been cool with you guys. Like easy Yeah, and cool. he's like, uh, and then Lauren's like, Oh, I think we had one problem. He's like, what? Kristen? <laughs> and then Talon, I think it's a wild line. It's like, yeah, she's just stupid. Is that what they, he said? They throw in there. Yeah, she's Fucking just stupid. Rude. <laughs> <laughs>
It's that day again, you guys. It is hair wash day as I actually sit here with wet hair. But let's be honest, we all know that sometimes we just don't have the time or the desire to do it. When I do go a few days without washing my hair, I definitely reach for my Living Proof Dry Shampoo. It actually cleans your hair just without the water. Seriously. So it looks like it's wash day each time. If you don't know, Living Proof is powered by MIT Science. It was founded by a team of elite university scientists and hair experts that developed products to solve your toughest hair problems. With Living Proof, you have two options to choose from when it comes to dry shampoo. The original dry shampoo formula that leaves a bit of texture and hold to your hair, or go with their advanced clean dry shampoo that works like a shampoo and a leave-in conditioner together. So your hair is soft, shiny, and smooth. Both take care of your scalp and leave no white residue behind. The trick is to apply to your roots. Make sure you wait 30 seconds and shake it out for that fresh blowout, clean hair feeling for days. I actually like both of these dry shampoos. It just kind of depends on what I'm doing that day and what my vibe is. But I typically find that I do reach for the advanced clean dry shampoo a little bit more. Living Proof always formulates without silicones, harsh sulfates, SLS and SLES, parabens and phthalates. They're also PETA certified, cruelty-free, color safe, and safe for chemically treated hair. Not sure what products your hair really needs? Instead of guessing, I start by taking Living Proof's AI online healthcare quiz, which analyzes my specific hair care needs and styling goals, then uses that first-to-market tech to help customize the right hair care routine for me. Visit livingproof.com slash beach and use code beach10 to get a free travel size dry shampoo with your purchase of $45 or more. That's livingproof.com slash beach, code beach10 to get a free travel size dry shampoo with your purchase of $45 or more. Livingproof.com slash beach, code beach10. Let's talk about Haya, you guys. We've talked about it before, but I love this brand. You know, typical children's vitamins are basically candy in disguise. They're filled with two teaspoons of sugar, unhealthy chemicals, and other gummy junk growing kids should just never eat. That's why Haya was created, the pediatrician-approved, super-powered, chewable vitamin. While most children's vitamins are filled with five grams of sugar and can contribute to a variety of health issues, Haya is made with zero sugar and zero gummy junk, yet it tastes great and is perfect for picky eaters. Haya fills in the most common gaps in modern children's diets to provide the full body nourishment our kids need with a yummy taste they love. Formulated with the help of nutritional experts, Haya is pressed with a blend of 12 organic fruits and veggies, then supercharged with 15 essential vitamins and minerals, including vitamin D, B12, C, zinc, folate, and many others to help support immunity, energy, brain function, mood, concentration, teeth, bones, and more. It's non-GMO, vegan, dairy-free, allergy-free, gelatin-free, nut-free, and everything else you can imagine, all the things. Haya is designed for kids of all ages and sent straight to your door so parents have one less thing to worry about. I have never had an issue getting these in my kids. They actually love them. And they each have their own little bottle that you can customize. They'll send you stickers. So the kids have fun, you know, creating their own little bottles. So everyone knows whose is whose. And I love having peace of mind that my kids are getting all of these incredible vitamins and minerals in their bodies. You guys, we have worked out a special deal with Haya for their best-selling children's vitamin. You get to receive 50% off your first order. To claim this deal, you must go to HayaHealth.com slash beach. This deal is not available on their regular website. So go to H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H.com slash beach and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. Anyways, so let's wrap this one up. I think we've got something we're latched on to. Something's the, brewing. For the next <laughs> few episodes as we get to the end of season two here. Yeah. I'm invested. So we'll see. What did you do uh, personal rating for this episode? Well, I gave myself a B because I'm not on it a whole lot other than my car. And my car, you get to see my personality, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so that's that. But I'm really not on it that much anymore. Yeah, I do like the scene with you and your dad as you guys are driving around. And he's almost offending the first car situation for you and, and why we wasn't just going to get one right away. The but you car guys with are, training wheels. There you go. The training wheels car. Which, to be honest, not the worst decision as a parent. <laughs> of course. I actually think it was really great that he gave me a shitty car. We did get in a couple of little fender benders, you and I. I remember Well, yeah, now I really appreciate my X5. I mean, you can tell this is a really big moment for me. Mm. I also should say 
the amount of oh my gods you said. A lot of them. When you get the car. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> I wrote it down. We have six oh my gods oh. here. It is not a personal record for you, Cavi. Oh. Do you remember what the record is? No. It's actually eight. And it was when I called you after your dad busted us oh. in your room. Oh. <laughs> the first time I met your dad. And you were grounded. I was not supposed to be over there. And he, they came home and he, we were trying, you were trying to hide me in your room. Oh. Didn't work. Dennis found me, kicked me out of the house. I got down to PCH from your house and you called me and you said, oh my God, 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 oh my God. Eight times. And wow. That is the Cavi record. There you go. Eight. <laughs> I still say it frequently. So yeah. Anyways, personal rating for myself here. I'm going C. Why am I here? Just <laughs> kick me off the show, please. I don't no. need to be filming anymore. <laughs> no. I'm trying not to. And I do appear just because they want to, you know, ratchet up the tension, if you will, for Lauren and Jason's relationship. And so they're going to still throw me into the mix. Um, Damn right. But what about an audience rating? I gave it a B. Although now I feel like maybe B plus just because mm. the plot twist with Jason and Lauren is... A holy shit moment. Well, no, I'm going to stick with my B. But because to me in this whole episode, that's the only thing that's like, whoa. Without that, <laughs> nothing happened. That was quite the whoa. <laughs> I'm glad we have that on camera. <laughs> Good thing. Cut that, please. Let's put that on the Instagram. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> but it really is shocking. I think it shocked not only us, but I'm sure the audience as well. Yeah, I mean, I have A+. I think this is my oh, highest wow, okay. rating, rated show. Really? Yeah, outside of maybe some of the graduation stuff from the other season. Yep. Because, wait, what? I mean, this is a curveball mm -hmm. that only Laguna Beach's baseball player, Jason Waller, <laughs> could throw yeah, there you for go. the audience. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> and, I mean, just to have everyone over at Lauren's house for the barbecue and seeing everyone in the same place. Yeah, I feel like the audience is, is intrigued here. So Okay. What um, about a redo? Do you have a redo? Yeah, I mean, look, I mentioned it in that scene where Dieter and I are chatting at the beach. I hated having to get in the water and either surfing or skimming when there was no waves and the tide was bad because yeah. it's just, it's lame. So, so I, would you go back now and be like, no, I'm actually not going to skim? Well, I wrote down, I would have, I would be more creative with activities. Like Jason and uh, Talon play basketball. Right. They like, like we could go, like we'd kind of play golf, but that's, I understand a bigger setup for them. So maybe we go play some tennis. Maybe we could play bo bocce ball on the beach. All maybe I some... do on the show is eat. <laughs> so yeah, you're you lucky are... you get to do anything at all. <laughs> Eating, putting on makeup, uh -huh. or driving. No, literally, that's all I do on the show. <laughs> so I wish we could have gotten a little more creative with activities. In hindsight, I would have like, you know, we could take advantage of MTV being able to get us something, you know? Right, yeah. Maybe there's some sort of activity that we'd be like, hey, we know what we really want to do. Get us here. Let's go rent a little, you know, speedboat around the harbor. I don't know. Or get a jet ski or something. I mean, yeah. Yeah, that's my do-over. Okay, that's a good one. I actually don't have one. So what happens when you're not really on the episode. You, you don't wish you went to Lauren's barbecue? No, I don't. Believe it <laughs> you, or not. If you could take it back, you wouldn't show. I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, I am good. <laughs> I'm very good. This is a great episode for me. I got a new car. I'm happy. And that was the extent of it. All right. What about a quote? Well, okay. I mean, obviously. It's Jen and Lauren when the three of them with Heidi are laying out at the pool and they are talking about how boys are like purses and they say the gorgeous bag is usually an asshole. And or that's what Jen says. And Lauren says, or it costs a lot of money talking about obviously boys. The gorgeous boys are always the assholes, just like the purse. Does that hold up? <laughs> yeah. They don't have to be gorgeous to be an asshole is what I'm learning now as an adult. Anyone sure. with a fucking ego, which is a lot of these people. Mm. Anyone in the entertainment industry, I think is what I've, been gathering here as of late. I'm done. The narcissism is in the water. Oh, I'm <laughs> let done. Me, let me tell you. I'm sorry. You're an actor or a musician. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, we have a lot of musicians be, here in Nashville, Tennessee. Just saying. There should only be one headshot in a relationship. Thank you very much. That's. I just had this conversation yesterday. I was like, you can't have two people in the entertainment industry. It's a disaster. Like, let that be my thing. All right. And I don't yeah. even really pursue entertainment anymore. But no, I can't do it. I think wait, what, So wait, are you telling me we are done with? Kavi reality shows? Yeah. More. This is as close to a reality show as you'll get. I did three. I'm good. All right. We'll do a few more episodes then. We'll move <laughs> yeah. on to the hills. We'll do Very Cavallari. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Oh my God. I would Keep love to do a rewatch of Very Cavallari. God, if only I could say everything. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave it at that. All right. My quotes. I've got you for this. There's a couple of good ones. Well, actually, in the process where I thought was real of your car breaking down in the driveway. <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs> and I like this. <laughs> Let me try to get this quote right. 
<laughs> All right, so you're walking away from the car as you guys are going to Jessica's car. And you're like, I'll be like, Dad, my car won't even start. So you know what? I do need a car. Shotgun. <laughs> Without skipping a beat, you call shotgun to the other car. Like, you, I found you… I didn't even take a breath. <laughs> you didn't even take a breath. No. You were so pissed off about, I thought, your well, car… Fakely pissed like, off. Like, when you first, like, turn on the engine and there's a little clicking noise, uh-huh. which I guess was added in later, uh-huh. correct? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Your reaction, I felt, was genuine there. But then you're really yeah. pissed off. And you're just, like, throwing your hands up. Like, damn, my car won't even start. I need a new car. Shotgun. You just Shotgun. throw it in there real quick. <laughs> it's really funny. That was a game we would always… I mean, I guess every kid did. I mean, we always oh. would call… Oh, Yeah. Yeah, my buddies and I, we would sprint to like… Because you had to see the car first. So like yeah. you sprint to the top of the hill and like try to tackle the other person just so you can see. I think that's probably shotgun. why I always wanted to drive too. Well, I wanted to drive because I like to be in control. But also like I didn't want to fight for shotgun. I hated being in the back mm-hmm. and feeling left out. Especially when there's three of you. So like Alex, Jessica and I, like I am not sitting in the back. Regina George does not sit <laughs> no. in the back seat. No. <laughs> All right, I got a little shout out to Lauren on this one because she says at the very end of that so that weird scene with Talon and Lauren shopping, <laughs> Talon comes in and says, oh, you know, shopping. At the very end, Lauren's like, all right, I got to go because I got to go shopping. That was cute. <laughs> I thought that was cute. I laughed She laughs about that. Yeah, that was cute. At this point, yeah, we're just, just it's all for the cameras, Taking folks. the piss, if you will. <laughs> Doing what we need to to get the scenes done and get out of there. Exactly. All right, well… That is episode 13, guys. I'm Thanks. excited for next week because we finally have Jason coming on. Mm. And we got to pick his brain on all the things. I have a lot of questions. And I want to go over like, we haven't really had a debrief of our time in LA together. We used to live in an apartment together mm. with Dieter. How we even gotten to that, I don't even remember. I mean, the things that we did during that yeah, time. Yeah, I want to know some stories. We will have that for you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in this week. And yeah. we look forward to talking to you then. Yeah, we will see you then. listening to Back to the Beach with me, Kristen Cavallari, and the best ex-boyfriend ever, Stephen Coletti. We are so stoked to bring you along on this journey back to Laguna Beach with us. You can find us on Instagram at at Dear Media Studio, hashtag BTTBpod, at Kristen Cavallari, and at Stephen Coletti. Got any questions about the show? Give us a call on our Back to the Beach hotline, 1-844-LAGUNA-0. And if you like our show, please make sure you follow or subscribe wherever you're listening to this so you don't miss an episode. And don't forget to leave us a rating and a review. Back to the Beach is a Dear Media production hosted by Kristen Cavallari and Stephen Clint. Our show is produced by Rosalie Atkinson. Post-production by Amanda Vandekar, Michelle Harrison, and Taylor O'Connor. Music supervision by Jonathan Lane. Our theme song is Come Clean, written by John Shanks and Cara Diaguardi. Cover composed by Steve Shebby. And our executive producers are Jocelyn Falk, Paige Port, and Michael Bostick.